You're listening to the Application Insider Podcast. Welcome dietetic students. Here you will find all sorts of tips and guidance to help you navigate the dietetic internship application experience. I am your dietetic internship application guide, sharing insights to bridge the unnecessary gaps in this crucial step in your dietetics career. Together, we can get you all the information you need to create an application that will stand out in all the right ways. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of the Application Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Vance, the founder, CEO, and dietetic internship application guide here at Application Insider. Today, I'm talking about GPA and answering questions that insiders have submitted about this topic as they've been working on DI applications. My goal with Application Insider is to bridge gaps that are in the application process, and I think GPA is a big one. Lots of students have concerns about if their GPA is, quote, good enough, or how to make up for it if they think it's, quote, not good enough. They wonder if they need to retake classes, talk about it in their personal statement, provide some sort of explanation to directors, or address it at all other than having DICUS calculate it for them. So I'm actually going to start by sharing my own opinion, something that represents only my own personal thoughts. I want to share because if we look at the entire application process, there are some things I can provide to you that will make your experience better, help you feel more prepared, make sure you're better informed. And in some aspects, all I can do is sympathize and wonder right along with you. And the topic of GPA mostly falls into the latter aspect. So I want you to know that you're not alone in wondering if the focus that is placed on GPA is entirely warranted. I mean, I can see the value of this number as an unbiased black and white criteria that programs can look for when they're reviewing applications. I've been a director and in my program, the GPA was treated as black and white. It is what it is. You meet the mark or you don't. But I also know that your GPA, whatever number it is, is in no way a full representation of you as a dietetic student, a potential dietetic intern, and a future dietitian. While the number itself is only a part of your entire dietetic internship application, I sometimes wonder if it's given the appropriate weight in the grand scheme of things. Now, I cannot say that any one program is treating the GPA right or wrong. Every program does have their own full application review process, and I do not, by any means, know the ins and outs of how each program considers their applications. None of them that I am aware of look only at GPA. Of course, that number is always considered as one part of the entire application that students work very hard on, and submit only after striving to meet all requirements. At the same time, I'm a little confused at how often GPA is treated as something that is going to require an explanation. You know, I've been doing these DI director interviews on the podcast, which has been so awesome, but it's come up multiple times from different directors that students could use space in their personal statement to explain a low GPA. Like that specific example has been given by multiple DI directors, independent of what anyone else has said. 
And honestly, I've been a little surprised that GPA is the only specific example that's been given for things students could talk about in their personal statement, other than, of course, the prescribed personal statement questions. But it's made me think that if GPA is an example given in future interviews, I'm going to ask for additional examples that directors look for as far as potential things that applicants could describe or explain in their personal statement. Because GPA certainly can't be the only thing that students might want to give a little more background about. So dear insiders, here I am on my soapbox just admitting that I'm a little disheartened on your behalf that GPA is receiving this sort of highlight when I'm not entirely sure that it actually deserves this focus. That's not to say that GPA doesn't matter at all. Certainly not. And you know, I could be wrong. I might be in the minority of directors who feel this way. But having been both on the other side of Dicus and DD Digital as a director, and now gaining a whole lot of perspective and brand new appreciation from your point of view, the students, as I've been working with Application Insider, I just have to say that I feel for you. And I don't think you're wrong if you feel like elements of confusion and gaps in this whole process exist because they absolutely do. So now I'm stepping off my soapbox and we're going to build a GPA bridge for those of you who need one to bridge that GPA gap. So one of the questions I got in the last Q&A that I did on Instagram Live was, do I have to talk about my GPA in my personal statement? And the answer, straight up, is no. You do not have to talk about your GPA in your personal statement. It is not required. It's totally up to you if you want to use a portion of your 1,000 words to talk about your GPA. However, on the flip side, as has been iterated by these very questions that make GPA a topic of discussion and has been suggested by DI directors as something to address in your personal statement, your GPA might be something that you feel like you need to talk about a little more in some way. You're gonna enter your coursework and all of your grades into DICUS. DICUS is gonna calculate your GPA, spit it out, and that's what directors are going to see. And some of you might just want to give a little bit more, give a shape to the situation or provide some background. And if that is the case, it's totally fine if it is, but if that is the case, my question to you is, what would be more helpful for you, providing an explanation in your personal statement that in reality might not provide you any sort of response, or having a conversation with someone, talking back and forth about your concerns and your situation? Which of those two do you think would be more helpful? In all honesty, your personal statement does create a platform for you to provide an explanation, but it's unlikely to get you any sort of response from your explanation. You're going to write stuff down, directors are going to read it, they're going to make some decisions, compare it to criteria, 
they might put you on their match list, they might not, it might be because of your GPA, it might not be, you know, who knows, you're not going to get a response from the explanation that you put in your personal statement. If you're looking more for information to have a discussion about your GPA or any other concerns you have about your application, then I would suggest that a conversation would probably be a lot more helpful. So consider reaching out to directors and starting that conversation yourself about your GPA concerns. That way, you can make sure that you're within the program's admission requirements, or you can find out if, by any chance, work and volunteer experience can help outweigh a lower GPA. You can ask the director about the range of GPAs in the current intern class, which, bonus point, I will tell you, is a lot more useful of a question than just asking what the average GPA is. And I have a link to some more information about that in the show notes. Evaluating programs, average GPAs. There's more information you need than just their average. Anyway, moving on. After you've started the conversation to explain and gather this information, discuss back and forth with the director, you can then ask, is this something you will expect to see me write about in my personal statement? Or is this conversation that we've been having okay to cover my situation? That's a much better approach than just putting it in your personal statement because you heard that maybe you should and crossing your fingers that you've addressed everything directors are going to be looking for. In an actual conversation, you will have detailed information to help you determine if it needs to go in your personal statement. Conversation beats assumption every time. So in the Application Insider Free Resources Library, I do have several blog posts that can help you out with these GPA conversations or help you, if you do choose to include it in your personal statement, help you know how to do that, you know, what options you've got and some things to think about. So I've got links to all of them in the show notes, but the blog titles are the 4.0 GPAs of dietetics, so you know what all directors will be looking at. Your GPA is not a strength or a weakness and some other ways you can address it in your personal statement. And then, as I mentioned before, evaluating program's average GPA, because there's some more useful information than just the average. So moving on to the next question. This was submitted by an insider to me on Instagram, and she wrote, my professors always say that a 4.0 GPA is not enough. So does a 4.0 even matter to directors? And after I got her question, we had a little DM chat, and what the student had been hearing was that even with her 4.0 GPA and her work experience of 20 to 30 hours a week while in school in a dietetics-related position, her application would be weak because it didn't have things like clubs and volunteer positions and specific leadership roles. Now, let me put this out straight from the get-go. A 4.0 GPA is not everything, but it's also not nothing. Achieving a 4.0 GPA while working is an accomplishment in and of itself. And it's important to remember again that the GPA, whatever that number happens to be, is only one part of a very multifaceted application. So I do have to reiterate here that I do not know how every program goes about reviewing their applications, but it's likely that most of them have set some sort of criteria for each section of the application 
as they are reviewing them. They've got criteria for the personal statement. They've got criteria for the resume, for the work experience, for um, the GPA, of course, for any supplementary materials that they have asked that you submit. They, they know what they're looking for and they've got some way to score the whole thing, whether that's in a number value or whatever system they might have in place. But all of them, regardless what their system actually is, the system is set up to look at the entire application. So while it's true that programs do like to see experience on an application, some will have a preferred amount of experience, some will have a required minimum amount of experience, um, usually given in terms of number of hours. Some programs will even consider experience and GPA in relation to each other. For example, if they see a high level in one of those areas, they may use it to balance out a potentially low level in another. For example, a low GPA might not be as bad if you can show a high level of hours of work and volunteer experience or something like that. Not every program does this. That's why those conversations are really important. So why is experience part of the application anyway if we're putting all of this stress and all of this focus and highlighting the GPA so much? What, what does the experience have to do with it? I'll be honest, some might argue that the GPAs could start getting higher and be less of a worry if students didn't also have to be concerned about getting all this experience, all these different hours, all these different types of experience. But in reality, the experience is important because you're applying to an internship and your internship is going to be hands-on. It's a lot more than just showing up to class and turning in assignments on time. Your internship is about working as a professional in a professional environment, practicing skills from professionals, from your colleagues and coworkers, being part of a team of your coworkers in each facility and interacting with patients and clients. And while you are doing so as an intern, you are representing yourself, you are representing your internship program, and you are representing the facility where you are training. With every single thing that you do, those three names go on all the work that you turn in. GPA just doesn't speak to all of those types of abilities that are covered in the experience part of the application. So things like your work and volunteer positions, your different roles you've held, and even your references and letters of recommendation give programs an idea, of course never the full picture, just an idea, of your level of preparedness to be in those hands-on professional dietetics work settings representing the program while you are there. And let's face it, a very high GPA will never overtake the need for experience entirely. However, this student was getting a message that the variety or type of her experience was limiting because she was missing things like clubs and leadership, and that even though she had a very high GPA, it wasn't going to make up for those other types of roles. But we have to keep in mind, she is working in a dietetics-related position 20 to 30 hours a week. That's going to add up really fast, and that type of hands-on experience in a dietetics-related position will be preparing her for her internship. As we chatted more, it came out that in her situation, to keep her paying job and to maintain her grades, and... I'm speaking for her for this last one, but probably also to allow for some sanity-preserving balance in her life, 
adding more clubs or volunteer leadership positions just to say she was in clubs and in leadership positions wasn't a good fit for her. She does have a lot of dietetics-related experience from her paid position, and that is going to look really great on her application. And for a lot of students, it doesn't make sense to scale back in one area just to pick up in another area if it's not absolutely necessary. So this is another part where if you've got concerns about the type of experience you have, whether it's going to fit, how application, or excuse me, how programs might look at it, this is where a conversation with directors would be great. Of course, you have the option of describing it in your personal statement. There is a question that asks specifically about experiences in the personal statement. There's also that catch-all question number five, where you can provide additional details if needed. But wouldn't you rather have that conversation to better understand how one program specifically might be looking at your GPA and your experience in combination with each other? And having that information will help you prepare a better application that you're sending to that program. All right, so where do we land with GPA? I know we could talk all day about whether or not the GPA is as important as the application process sometimes makes it out to be, but that's not the purpose of this podcast. <laughs> Opinions beside the point. I think we can agree that your GPA is an important part of a whole and since each program has a different review process, you know, just being aware that they all have their own criteria and value for each application section is important. This is where those conversations come in so you can better understand maybe a little bit about their review processes. So while you can certainly use the personal statement to explain your GPA, if you think it needs some sort of explanation, I think you'd be more satisfied and you'll get a lot more information that you can use if you start with the conversation, bring up your GPA concerns, talk about what experiences or what aspects of your situation led your GPA to being where it is, whether you think that's high or low. Find out from the program if they have black and white admission requirements that are related to GPA. The program that I worked for did have a black and white GPA minimum, and somehow we still got applications that did not meet that minimum. And at that point, they were no longer considered. So it's important to realize, is this a program that has a black and white GPA requirement? Or is this a program that has a preference and they will consider other parts of the application to outweigh the GPA? Those are conversations you can have with directors if the information is not clearly stated on their website. And with that information, you can prepare a better application to those programs, or even just know with more certainty whether or not that program is a good fit for you. So what's your action step for this episode? First, check out the show notes for more GPA information about questions you can ask directors to get more GPA details, how to make sure you are talking about your GPA in a way that will work for you if you're considering use it as, using it as a strength or weakness. And then those Free resources articles all have links to the Application Insider DPD GPA Calculator, which is also directly linked in the show notes. This is a free resource that you can use to make sure you know your own GPA even before you enter all of your grades and coursework into DICUS. Then, if you do have concerns, you can start formulating the questions you'll use to start a conversation with directors. 
get their input and gather information on how you can best prepare an application that will stand out when they read it as it come ac comes across their desk. And with this insider insight, as I said, your application is sure to stand out. Thank you for listening. More details about this episode, including the full show notes, useful links, and a detailed summary are at applicationinsider.co slash podcast. You can find more application tips and guidance at applicationinsider.co or follow along on Instagram at applicationinsider. Please rate and review the Application Insider podcast to help other dietetic students find it. Be sure to subscribe to catch every episode.